Welcome to another episode of Optimum 7 Surge Sessions, our weekly e-commerce, digital marketing, and technology podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Surge. This week, we will talk about the cost of an e-commerce platform migration, as well as custom functionality and features for your e-commerce store. Now, we probably get around 200 to 300 requests on a monthly basis for platform migration, as well as additional features or functionality to maximize conversions, as well as the bottom line for e-commerce businesses. Now, Carlo, as we get these requests from prospects, uh, we have to often discuss pricing with prospects because their concern is, and a lot of the times we hear this, we set the expectations, right? We say we're not going to be the cheapest. We might be the most expensive. And of course, the prospects have a problem with that. So if you're trying to do any kind of development on your e-commerce site, what is the best way to balance the cost versus value side of things? Well, that really depends, Dren. It depends on what is the objective of this project. Different projects have different purposes, and you can't really tell what the bottom line is going to be until we establish what are your goals from this project. Got it. So what we do from that standpoint is we have to first do a scope, and we have to look at and identify where you are today. Because if we don't know where you are, we don't know where we can take you. The second part of this after the scope is your objective or your goal right? Do you want to increase conversion rates? By how much? Do you want to get into different platforms? Do you have your uh, ideal customer demographic in place? Are you calculating your average order volume, your lifetime value? Do you know what your cost acquisition, cost per acquisition should be? So these are all the metrics that we need to look at first before we actually give you a quote on where you need to go. Now, you could be doing, let's say you're doing $5 million, And I ask you what your objective is. And you say, well, I want to be doing $20 million in three years, right? So over a 36-month period, I have to be a lot more aggressive with the AOV calculation, with the lifetime value. I I might need to couple it with very aggressive marketing strategies. And that's completely going to change your migration processes or even which platform we might migrate you to. So the cost-value matrix always depends on what your objectives are. Now, Carlo, and we get this probably, I would say, 25, 30% of the time. We're, we're great at sales, but we don't close every single sale. Um, we have prospects that come to us and they say, well, I chose ABC company due to price. And you know, between you and I, we know who those companies are and we know that they're not going to be able to do these complex migrations. How do you tell a prospect that they don't know what they don't know? I guess that's my question. Tough question. I think it's tough because a lot of prospects that come to us for a migration are already in a place where they're hurting. And when, you're, when your site has been underperforming and you're in the, at the, that critical point where you need to make a migration, then you're often operating from a fear-based mindset. You, your, your revenue is already down. So what you really need to do is you need to emphasize the value that they're getting and they're going to get out of this. Their ROI is going to be there if they do it correctly. If you're doing a, a migration improperly, then you stand to risk being in a worse place than you were before the migration. Yeah. So the key point here is the following. And this is a question that I want to ask you. Um, I'm a business owner. I'm an e-commerce owner. I'm an agency owner. One business owner to another business owner. This is my question to you. How much are you willing to risk to save money on your migration or your custom development or custom functionalities? 
because here is what we've seen and it's freaking crazy. I have seen e-commerce businesses that do $10 million and up on an annual basis and they are jeopardizing a $10 million a year business to save $15,000 in migration costs. And this is mind-blowing for me because I would never jeopardize my business in that manner. This is not, if you're looking at this as a cost, you are going to lose. If you're looking at this as a line item that's going to deduct from your checking account, you are looking at it the wrong way. What you need to do is you need to look at this as an investment opportunity. This is the opportunity for you to fix your roof before it starts raining again, right? So um, this is what we really do. And a lot of, I would say 90% of what we do today during migrations or custom feature or functionality builds is consultational. Um, because of the fact that we can't operate just like developers. We can't operate just like marketers. We need to look at it from a business standpoint and we need to really, really nail down what it is that is going to increase your business. Not only that, I need to also look at it from an efficiency standpoint. I mean, if you have, if your average order volume is $30 and you need to process 3000 packages per day, I'm going to give you advice. I'm going to give you suggestions on how you can optimize your warehouse. If you need to be using a third-party logistics system, if you are going to need an additional warehouse somewhere in the Midwest, right? So our consultation really is deep. It's not only just, okay, migrate 30,000 products, 1 million customers, and half a million orders. It's not that. What we do is we give you a firm execution plan. Now, how much it costs? This is the really the topic of the of the day, Carlos. So give us a range of what the cost is for migration processes usually if we're moving a prospect from, let's say, Volusion to Big Commerce or, um, or Volusion to Magento or Volusion to Shopify Plus. Let's just give that as an example. What are we looking at in terms of the range? Well, again, it depends. We could do a very basic migration with no template customization for as low as $6,000. $6, and we've done that. On the other end of the spectrum, for some of our larger clients, if you want to include all these custom functionalities that might have existed on your old platform, if you want to uh, customize your template, you may be looking at upwards of $100,000. It really depends on the size of your business and the scope of the project. Yep. So the average migration that Optimum 7 does, I would say, is around twenty dollars to $30,000. And this might look like a lot of money or a lot of cash. But again, if you focus on that, that's the value that you're going to get. Like Carlos said, if you are operating under a fear-based approach during your migration process, you're going to miss all the details and all the things that you could have done to actually maximize and improve your marketing, your business operations, your efficiency, your visibility. Um, these are very, very important things. And the final, final important thing, we talked about this last week, your conversions. What if I could, during a migration, increase your conversion rate from 4% to 6%? That's 50%. It doesn't sound like much, but that's 50% increase in revenue over a period of, what, 90 days? And this is very doable. At Optimum 7, we've done it over and over again. Now, Carlo, uh, it's not a trick question. It's a tough question. Again, what do you s sometimes we'll quote something like $30,000 because it's advanced, hundreds of thousands of records. All of this needs to be 
validated through the API of whichever platform we're going to. A lot of people think this is just an export import. It's not. We have to, every platform has different fields. We have to validate every single data. Not only that, at the end, we have to do a very, very complex 301 redirect uh, structure. The reason for this is you don't want to lose your authority, right? You don't want to use lose your rankings and you actually want your rankings to get better. Uh, there are a lot of processes that we use to increase conversions, both on mobile and desktop. So if I'm quoting something $30,000 and the prospect comes to me and says, hey, I want to this company in India and they're quoting me $3,000, what do you say to that? Uh, I have three words for it. Don't do it. You're going to get what you pay for there and the cost is going to come back to haunt you and you're going to wish that you spent the extra money. Yeah. So it's impossible to do an advanced migration process for three thousand dollars, for three thousand, four thousand, five thousand. If you are and and, and I want to uh, do this breakdown. If you are doing anywhere from half a million dollars to two million dollars, your migration should cost around fifteen twenty thousand dollars. If you are doing anywhere from two to five, your migration should cost thirty forty thousand dollars. If you're doing anywhere from $5 million to $10 million, your migration should cost fifty dollars to $70,000 and up. This is not an import-export. This also has to do with the features and the functionalities that you need to build. Now, let's talk about the functionality, which is the development. Uh, the top developments that we do, Carlo, is we do a lot of search and filters. We do a lot of, we actually have a very nice um, upsell package where we do the pre-checkout, post-checkout, the the upsells on the email the order notification order email notification as well as the nurture afterwards this is a package that we actually offer let's talk about the cost of that what is the average cost of a custom development uh, functionality where i'm trying to increase these three kpis which is my cost per acquisition my conversion rate and uh, my average order volume actually there's a fourth and my lifetime value what are we looking at there when we're look, when we're talking about these average functionalities? Well, your average functionality is going to cost anywhere from five to ten, depending on what you want to do. Uh, where it starts getting more expensive is when you want us to start adding different UI capabilities. Yeah, and those UI capabilities are any kind of reviews, any kind of approval processes, transactional emails. I mean, we did a project recently for a client who does about twenty-five million dollars. It's a very interesting project, actually. What he wanted to do is he ships UPS, FedEx, DHL, and USPS. And at any point, he has fifteen to 30,000 packages out there on a, let's say, three-day basis. And what he wanted to do is he wanted us to build a UI, and he wanted to see every single package's exceptions. What's going on? Is it delivered? Is it coming back? Is it on the porch? Right? Because we can get all of these details from the APIs of these providers like UPS, FedEx, DHL, USPS. So he wanted a dashboard, which is actually very cool. And he wanted to get alerts when uh, these numbers are increasing. For example, during the COVID phase, what happened is there were a lot of delays, you know, because uh, the trucks weren't flying, there weren't enough airplanes, the USPS international shipments were delayed like two and a half months. So he wanted to have a real-time view because it affects his bottom line due to the fact that 60% of his business is return business. And um, when people don't get their packages, they get angry and he has to spend tens of thousands of dollars on support. So a project like this, I don't know if you remember, Carlo, 
we, we quoted $120,000 for this project. But we're tracking on a monthly basis what he's saving. And he's saving so much money from shipping because he has so many real, real-time alerts from all of these carriers. So a functionality like that is, again, crazy. But average e-commerce basic to you know moderate functionality is going to cost five to ten thousand dollars if somebody is telling you that they can do a custom functionality for less than a thousand dollars don't do it because they're just programming it they're just a developer right the difference is the following the team that we have here explain the team carlo who works on these projects well let's let's count it off we have the project director the project manager the business analyst and the QA, and that's that's not even including the developers who are actually building the functionality itself. Yeah, so any functionality that you build, first of all, it should not be an experiment. You should have done it before, and we've done these functionalities thousands of times before. We have processes for every single functionality. If you actually go to optimum7.com forward slash custom dash programming, you're gonna see over 700 functionalities we've built in the past 10 years. So. As Carlos stated, you have a project director who's going to execute the project. You have a project manager that's responsible. You have a business analyst who's going to record the requirements and the scope of the project, no, no matter how small or how, how big. Because if you pay me, if you sign a contract and you pay me, I need to send you an execution plan. I need to say, here's what's going to happen in the next 30 to 90 days whenever I promise that I'm going to finish the project for you, right? The business analyst does that. Then you're going to have QA engineers. You know, a lot of these functionalities, you're going to drive yourself crazy if you work with freelancers on an advanced project because you're going to waste so much time. You're going to do so much back and forth. You're going to drive yourself crazy. And what do I always say, Carlo? The only currency that you don't get back is time. Yep, there you go. So Carlo has heard that probably a thousand times. After the QA, like Carlos stated, we're not even talking about back-end and front-end developers. You have to have back-end developers who are going to write the code and integrate whatever third party we need to for that functionality. you got to have front-end people who are going to adjust the UI and the products. The front-end needs to know, and these people are expensive folks, the front-end needs to know how conversion optimization works. And we have a, we have a conversion uh, optimization checklist, actually, conversion rate optimization CRO checklist, that we implement on every single project. So the reason that we're telling you all of this is if you buy only on price, you're gonna lose so much functionality. You're gonna lose so much future opportunity. You're gonna lose millions and millions of freaking dollars. And I can't emphasize this enough. I've seen it over and over again from my close friends who went with the cheaper company, right? Any last words, Carlo? Uh, uh, speaking on the migrations, just circling back for a moment, as a marketer, it is a nightmare working with websites that did a poor job on their migration. And they, it ends up costing them more because they come back to us to fix all these mistakes that people did. And then for us to build that momentum back, it's, it's, it's a very tough from our end. Yeah. I mean, we focus, we don't focus. Here is the thing. Yes, it's easy for me to say this as an agency, but this is true for my business as well. We focus on lost opportunity. We don't focus on the price of the project because I know that a five million, a business that does $5 million, if I quote a project that's $30,000, $40,000, they don't realize this. 
yes, it's got to come out of your checking account. You got to suck it up. But they don't realize that that $30,000, $40,000 is going to turn into millions of dollars if I can just give you a 10% push in conversions. And 10% is nothing. There are clients we've improved 70% over 12 months. And those clients do millions of dollars right now because of that. So don't focus on the cost of the project. Find the best expert. Make sure they make sense. Make sure they do content like this and they understand the matrix between these KPIs. This, this is how you make millions of dollars. Average order volume, conversion rate, cost per acquisition, lifetime value. Okay? Four metrics, which is very, very important. We track this to the T. And that is why we're good at what we do. Don't try to save money during your migration processes. Don't try to save money with custom development. Do it right and make millions. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Optimum 7 Surge Sessions. Do you have a suggestion for a topic you'd like us to cover? Or simply have a question about one of the topics we have previously covered? Send us an email to info at Optimum7.com or visit our website, www.Optimum7.com. 